Deep breath. Yeah. Deep breath, everyone. We're going to game seven. This was about to be a totally different show, (laughs) but we're not going to talk about that because in case you missed it, the Oklahoma City Thunder prevailed over the Rockets 104 to 100. This is Boomtown Hoops Live. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. With me, as always, we got Cody, Jesse, and Josh, the squad. Weston, I, I don't know what, what's up with him. He's, he's probably just running through the streets right now. I don't blame him. It's raining. It's a good time. Anyways, we got a big crowd on, on hand tonight. Let's just get right to it. Incredible game from Chris Paul. Captain Clutch uh, absolutely was the story down late. So, Josh, tell me about how incredible Chris Paul was. I mean, we don't need to hear it. We, we honestly know, yeah. but yeah. I want to hear it again. Point God mode. I mean, full-on point God mode. I mean, it's just – it can't be overstated how unbelievable Chris Paul is at the end of the game. I mean, it's just – just get out of his way. Give him the ball. Let him get to his spots. He's hitting threes. He's smacking Covington on the booty. He's he's looking amazing, man. He's just <laughs> he just feeds off it, and just it's so insane to see just the total juxtaposition of watching Russell Westbrook be so bad at the end of the game and Chris Paul be so amazing at the end of the game is it's it's crazy. It's almost like too many emotions flowing around at once, and just you know. Chris Paul at the end of the game, it's hard to overstate it. He just absolutely – it feels like nobody else even scored in the fourth quarter except for him. I mean, it was just complete takeover in every sense of the term. He was awesome. And Billy made the mistake of taking him out for like a minute and a half, and it started to slide away from us. Billy took a smart time out to rectify that bad decision, got Chris Paul back in there. Boy, it's the emotions are running high. I'm fired up. I'm unbelievable. I can't say enough about Chris Paul just – absolutely playing out of his mind and it's been amazing to see if you want to win in the playoffs you need your leaders to step up take big shots like that and that and, is exactly what chris ball did and they go down six and it feels like oh it's slipping away a little bit here chris ball hits two threes ties the game i mean just every time you needed it he was there he just like i said it can't be overstated he won the game for us he put the team on his back and won the game which is what you expect a leader to do Unbelievable for Chris Paul. That was, and you know, you know, that's got to feel good for him doing it against the Rockets. If he wins this series, oh boy, he's gonna, he's the trash talk is gonna be flying. Oh yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta just say it before I move on to Cody's take. The butt smack is one of the most disrespectful <laughs> things I've ever seen. That was awesome. Yes, I have no was. idea how that's not all over Twitter. It might and be. That, I, I haven't. And really that's done. after he <laughs> did freaking break on on Jeff Green and said he can't guard me. He can't guard me. Then they put Covington on him. He does that, and yeah, he gives him the light little spank coming down the floor. I mean, just just embarrassing people. Just unbelievable. Yeah. I, I I didn't expect this to be the season where I fall in love with Chris Paul, but here we are. Here we are. Weston is definitely running through the streets right now. But, <laughs> Cody, I, give us your takes on Chris Paul. How hype are you? Man, he was great tonight. I mean, he, was, he had everything working. Mid-range was working. Uh, his threes were falling late. Like you guys said, yeah, he was smacking guys on the butts and uh, talking mad trash. I loved every minute of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I get down six, and you're thinking, man, how are we going to come back? And then Chris Paul hits two quick threes. We go on a 12-2 run to close the game. Most of that's, you know, Chris Paul doing, he's just, he's finding ways to get the ball in the basket and it's just truly magical to watch. I can't wait for Wednesday night. I, 
I absolutely, you know, Bart, uh, Bart Scott voice to the max. Can't wait. I'm pumped. <laughs> Jesse, I want to hear it. Yeah, I mean, I was worried when we were down six. I'm not going to lie. Um, but Chris Paul just absolutely took over the game, and it was nice to see. So hopefully we can see more of it in game seven. We only need one, one win, and we're out of the series. Anything can happen. Absolutely yeah. anything can happen. Uh, <laughs> the, the founders are going nuts over here. Dylan just pushed <laughs> the lightning bolt into his hair. I, I'm, I, with I, it. Look, I'm for it. I'm for it. You know, yeah. it. I don't know if that should be just like team bonding thing. Everyone lightning bolt it, but I don't know. So as there, there's a duality to everything. And as great as Chris Paul was, Russell Westbrook was awful. Yeah. Now this little banner is obviously a joke. Westbrook doesn't care about anyone, but him and Spalding. But that was honestly when, when a lot of people were talking about the negative of Russell Westbrook coming in to the game, I think that we really saw that form uh, materialize here. A lot of really sloppy, bad turnovers. Houston just didn't look like the like themselves in the games they were winning. Um, so, uh, um, Josh, just uh, tell me what what is what's your take on Westbrook? Do you think he can turn it around and be a impact uh, and really hurt the Thunder on, uh, down the line, or do you think this is just kind of what we'll see going forward? Yeah, I think he did. He definitely turned it around. I mean, one thing that Russell Westbrook will do is never lose confidence. He'll never stop shooting. That's that's not that's not in Russ's nature. But boy, I mean, he was terrible. He was terrible. I mean, how can you say anything else? I mean, several just really bad turnovers. That air ball was. I I thought surely he was fouled or something because he airballed that horribly. It was way short. He just. I don't know if it's if it's jitters of playing the Thunder, plus the fact that he's the first round thing. I mean, the, the pressure on Russ is just insane in this, in this series. And it looked like it got to him. I mean, it looked like it got to him. He's coming off the injury, which doesn't help either. You know, he didn't, hadn't played in the series after the last game. So he's rusty. He's got all the pressure in the world on him. It's his former team. Chris Paul, the guy he was shredded for is balling out on the other side. And it's just all that combined. I just, it's crazy to see Russ. Cause normally the Russ that we're used to killing us at the end of games is taking bad shots and you know, flailing around, jacking up threes. But this this game was just horrible passes that were just turnovers everywhere. He was trying to do the right thing, which was feed it out to the shooters that he was getting open because Russ is such a threat getting to the rim. That's what made this team work was Russ's ability to get to the rim. And when everybody crashes down on him because he's Russell Westbrook, he finds one of their zillion shooters. But he would just kept airmailing passes, throwing passes. He just threw passes out of bounds. Even he there was one, I think he was throwing it to Jeff Green. He was just standing on the left wing, and he just threw it out of bounds. He wasn't even driving. He just – I don't know. He, he was just in a phone call game, and he he helped us tonight. He helped us win a playoff game, which is something we wanted him to do. Um, so thanks, Ross. We appreciate you. And, um, boy, if he plays like that, we're going to win game seven. I, I can't imagine him playing like that again, but, boy, I feel for him. I feel for him. And my, my feeling bad for him does not even come close out weighing the hype of the win, but I do feel bad for him. I really do because he's going to get just – tarnished on twitter he already is it's gonna be rough for him yeah it's yeah. it was a tough go for him tough go for I, Houston I, all around i do all feel around. bad i his face after that last turnover it, it hurt me a little bit inside that was hard to see <laughs> cody do you have any sympathy for the brody 
<laughs> no. Uh, he is not, <laughs> he, he's not part of the Thunder anymore, man. He's, exactly. he's one of my favorite players of all time, but he plays for the Rockets now. Um, so, no, I have no no love for him on that. Uh, you know, it, it's tough to blame it all on Russ, though. You look at the other two Houston players, uh, you know, they're supposed to be their star players, Harden and Gordon and Russ. Those three together, they had 16 turnovers combined. Uh, that's out of the 20 turnovers that they had uh, as a team anyway. So, I mean, just really sloppy play from Houston down mm-hmm. the stretch. And, uh, man, I would love to see that happen in Game 7 again. Definitely, definitely. Now, we talked a lot about Russ, but we got to talk about the second best player. And to me, this he was the story until Chris Paul took over. I don't even know if I need to say it. I think it would be improper if I just said his name. Let's just play the music. That is right. He did something. Let's he go. Did something <laughs> more big than time. something. Yeah. We were worried. I got to say, it looked bad early on. Gallinari was ice cold early. You yeah. could tell they're trying to establish it, but um, overall finished with a really good stat line: uh, twenty-five points, nine of seventeen. Jesse, what are your thoughts on uh, the Italian stallion uh, getting to work today? Well, I'm glad. I think we accidentally did. Can anyone? I think we. I, I think we lost you there. There she is. There she yeah, is. run it back. We got you. Start over. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got you. Go. So, <laughs> I just think that game five was absolute rock bottom. So, ideally, we would get more this game. And I thought there were portions in the game where he was pretty dominant, and he was looking for a shot early. And there was that section in the third where he kind of took over whenever we needed somebody to score. So no complaints from me with Gallo tonight. I thought he looked insanely better than in game five. Yeah, definitely. Josh, any thoughts? Oh, yeah. Gallo brought it and we needed it because he was, I mean, just we said it and we don't want to just bash him again because had a great game, but game five, one point and it came on a technical free throw that he didn't even like get to the line. You know, they, he did nothing in game five. And tonight, you know, Dennis didn't really do much anything. He had six points going to the fourth quarter. Shea didn't play that well. CP3 needed somebody else and Gallo was somebody else. I mean, nine to 17, you have it right there. Yeah. Gallo, he heard the criticisms and he, he came out cold and uh, we were all giving Gallo a lot of grief, and rightfully so. He played really bad the last two games, but boy, Italian ice is back, baby. And if Gallinari <laughs> is like that in game seven, again, I feel that, I mean, boy, if he's making these threes, he's the one guy on the team who, I mean, there's other guys who can, but Gallo's the guy who is like, that's our three point guy. You know, he needs to be hitting those triples, and he was, and boy, we needed it, and he stepped up. He stepped up big time. How did it take us? getting to a game seven to just now get to Italian ice as a nickname for Gallo. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's, that, that is top tier right there. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Cody, I want some quick thoughts on uh, your quick thoughts on Gallo. Uh, we got, we got to move on to Baisley because the chat is blowing up about oh, yeah. Baisley. I got to show him some love, but I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to you know, leave too early on this Gallo thoughts. So uh, Cody, any thoughts on Gallo? Yeah, he finally he he was you know pretty cold to start the game. Uh, finally got his offense going. Was starting to hit some threes. Uh, took good advantage of a lot of mismatches on some switches that they were drawn. Um, and he's just still so much bigger than a lot of the Houston Rockets guys that it's just easy for him to get those uh, tough you know turnaround or mid range shots over. It's just 
it's uh, it's barbecue chicken sometimes. So uh, yeah. he played really good. Uh, yeah, Baisley, man, Baisley was was fantastic. So I'm ready to hear you guys' thoughts on that. Yeah, K Savage, he's here for the Baisley praise. I think he's just here yeah. for it, honestly. Yeah. Um, Sean thinks he needs 30 minutes in Game Seven, and I, I guess what our talk about this really should be about is Baisley versus Adams. Because while Adams was impressive, 14 rebounds, that's great. There were a lot of issues. I, I feel like the impact of Steven Adams isn't really being felt. Um, he's not finishing very well at the rim. So, you know, maybe maybe stretch, you know, trying to stretch the floor, get that athleticism going might be a better move. Um, Cody, what's your opinion on, I guess, uh, going small with Baisley or sticking it out with the big Kiwi? What, what do you think? What, what, which would you go with if uh, – they, if you were wearing the uh, Billy Donovan, you know, sh- way too shoulder padded pinstripe suit. <laughs> uh, well, first I put some chewing gum in because uh, it's going to be a long game seven. It's going to be exciting. Um, second, <laughs> I would definitely, you know, it's kind of too late in the series now to experiment so much with the small ball, but it should have been something that we had tried in the bubble. And then in some of these earlier games, if we could maybe try Gallinari and Baisley together, I don't know why we haven't ran that lineup too much. Uh, it's like I said, it's probably too late to try it now, but it would have been interesting. But yeah, I mean, Adams is feasting on the boards. I mean, you see two to three rockets every time there's a defensive or an offensive rebound. Mm-hmm. They're all, they're all over Adams and he's just out physicaling every single one of them. So it's, it's awesome to see him, you know, feasting on the boards like that, but yeah, we're going to need to hit some shots in game seven. So if we can get some people out there that can actually sh- spread the floor, uh, create some space for our guards to penetrate the lanes and getting around the bucket uh, I'm all for that. So, but you know, Billy Donovan, he has shown a fascination with playing a traditional five in this series, a lot of minutes. So would not be surprised to see that happen in game seven. Definitely. Josh, your thoughts. Yeah. I mean, the third quarter of this game, there were spots where it got a little dicey and Baisley was huge. Baisley was huge. And just, he only took, I think two shots, uh, unless I'm misremembering. I think he only took two shots. He hit one. But he got eight points because he got himself to the line. He was just making plays, just making an impact out there. And I just am blown away by Darius Baisley, the rookie who didn't even play in college, the intern. He just looks like he's just playing a pickup game in his home city. Like he is so relaxed. And I just I, I can't imagine like the emotions for him and the nerves. And it just you don't see it at all. I mean, he's got a crazy bright future, and he was awesome. He was huge in keeping the game and giving us the lead at the end of the third quarter. Gave us a few minutes in the fourth. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the Nerlens Baisley Dort lineup. Mm-hmm. I don't. That was very clunky, but he was great. Darius has got a real high ceiling. Um, yeah, I don't think he's getting thirty minutes, um, but uh, hugely, hugely impactful. And he's had a great series, a great bubble. Uh, Baisley has been awesome. The intern. The intern is graduating into a more full-time position with the company. He's, he's the man. Yeah. And he's, Hey, I gotta say, he's already getting superstar calls according to rockets, Twitter. Um, so if yeah, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> um, Jesse, your thoughts on the, on uh, bubble Baisley, Bays God, the brunch God at night. What are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. It's nice to, to still see him be able to knock down those shots. Also, I mean, we already kind of touched on the free throws. He was able to get to the line. I just don't think you could really ask much more of him than what we've seen in the bubble. And it's been really refreshing. So I would like to see him get significant minutes in game seven. 
probably not 30, but I do think he's a solid option. And I'd like to talk more about the possibility of going small, but I mean, we're too far into the series now. I mean, Billy's made it quite clear that he wants to play the normal starting five or rotate Dennis in at the end. So as much yeah. as I would love to get into that, and I think it's a good option, I think Billy's made it pretty clear he's not going to do that. So No, B- Billy likes the traditional five. Uh, we've, yeah. we've learned that if if this series has taught us anything, it's that we're going to have a big out there. If it's not Steve, it's, it's Nerland's. Maybe, maybe he's just playing the long con here and is just going to pull the rug out under our That'd feet be incredible. and just go and put like Lou Dort at the five, get real weird yeah. with it. You never know. I don't know. Uh, just a show of hands on this question from Weston. Oh, yes. oh there we go. Yes. There we go. Yes. 75%. That ludicrous <laughs> take. Yeah, in case you just, missed it, he basically said the game was right for the to win. So moving yeah. on. That big wow. wa- they were leading at halftime, bro. <laughs> exactly. Sean, Sean with the most important thing. Agreed. Cover, yeah, covers the Rockets basically implied that the game was rigged for the Thunder, which uh, is just anytime if you're a Rockets fan and you have the the feel that you are about to complain about the refs, don't. Just eat it, don't say it, because nobody gets the benefit of the whistles like the Houston Rockets. Nobody. So let's pump the brakes. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It. I don't know. We, well, let's just. You have on. a team that shoots fifty plus threes, and you still like lead the lead the lead the NBA in free throws. Think about that for a moment, ponder it, and move on. True, true. So, I found an interesting question I, I saw in the chat here. Uh, this is a little more macro, thinking about overall Thunder. When was the last time we won an elimination game? You know, with our backs against the wall. Um, if you really think about it, I mean, I guess it would be. 2014, I yeah. uh, against um was against the Utah the series two two. Oh uh, wait, no, it would de- we didn't win the series. Yeah. Didn't in in the Utah series weren't they? Wasn't an elimination game when they were down by like 30 and they came back? It was yeah. yeah, the Thunder were down three to one in game five and made that and they went down like 25 or something. Yeah, yeah, that's when that was and you know incredible night. One of my favorite uh, playoffs. This team, games. this team's won more playoff games. This team's won as many playoff games as Russ and PG did together combined. Playoff P, bro. Uh, oh my playoff gosh. Playoff P. <laughs> 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 I, I'm not going to lie. P. Pandemic P. I'm not going to lie. I was really worried about getting Lillard timed there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, Brian Anderson was calling the game. I felt like a crazy deep hardened three that just rips our hearts out and ends the game. I had that thought for a moment. I was just like, I'm going to have to go on with my friends and, you know, yep. like, just it's going to be tough. But. Oh, man. So, <laughs> incredible game. Obviously, we're all excited to be talking about more Thunder basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, game seven. What is your one big key? The one thing the Thunder need to do more than anything else to win this game. Josh, take it away. Ooh, that's hard. I, w- I mean, there's a lot of things they need to do, but I hmm. – I would, I mean, maybe force turnovers again. I mean, force turnovers, that was awesome tonight. Getting some transition buckets, the Rockets not having so many chances to hit threes because it seems like the first two wins kind of relied more on just hope the Rockets get kind of cold. And they did tonight at stretches, but tonight it felt like we made it happen more. They got some turnovers, we got some transition. 
Um, but as long as somebody alongside CP3 gives a big game, it feels like we're just in good shape. As long as there's at least two Thunder players that you can say legitimately are playing well, any combination of Chris Paul and Gallinari and Dennis and SGA, any combination of that group, we're going to be in good shape. And especially if Russ plays like that again. But I can we count on that? I don't, I don't, I don't know. You don't know where Russ is at, and that's the scary part of it. But true. I mean, boy, it's going to be interesting. I'm just going to take my take from uh, Baisley's stand here because all yeah. the Thunder need to do, stay consistent, weather the storm, and then just out-execute out the Rockets. I don't because have I, the numbers in front of me, but there's no way that we aren't severely outplaying them in clutch time in this series. I, like, oh, I, that's yeah. just my just memory or thought, but there's no way the plus, like the point differential isn't heavy in our favor. Houston's three. Houston's three wins. They just, you know, really get the game carried away. Yeah. Bury the thunder with runs. And uh, the one, the ones the thunder have won have been really tough. Um, here's okay. Um, <laughs> will I eat the ingredients of a cake? If we win game seven, people are asking, I, uh, I'm worried to see what, uh, where the people are who are asking that. Uh, Is that but, one of your friends, Bobby? I mean, not, maybe, hopefully I, I hope it's not a <laughs> Yeah, it is one of my friends. All right, good. <laughs> Definitely not a rando. That would be a problem. Jesse, what's your one? Let's move move on from the cake stuff. Uh, Cody, what is okay. your one? Oh, energy. Yeah. All. It all comes together. <laughs> okay, I, I if, it, if it's a fully baked cake, I would eat the cake. But like, if I have to having to eat like raw eggs, no, I'm not doing that. Anyways, <laughs> enough 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 about the cake. Nobody wants to hear about the cake. Uh, Cody. Your one takeaway. Uh, takeaway going into game seven. I think that we got to limit our turnovers. Uh, 19 turnovers tonight. You know, we obviously turned them over more. They had 22, but 19 turnovers in a mm -hmm. basketball game is tough to come back and win. Obviously, we did it tonight, so it's plausible, but I would really like to see those turnovers 10 or under. And if we can do that, and I'm going to add one more. Uh, if we can get to the free throw line more than they are and we can make our shots, I think we're going to be in good shape. For sure. I agree. Uh, Jesse, what do you think? I mean, game seven. I I wanted to win in six. I didn't want to go to game seven. Um, I think, thankfully, for SGA in game five, Gallo kind of caught the fall for most of it. Um, he didn't impress me as much tonight as I would have liked. So I want a big game seven from SGA. Definitely. I, I think SGA has been someone I've really wanted to see, you know, really step it up a little bit. We've seen flashes of it. I agree, but um, he just, he, he's getting decent shots at the rim. He's getting wide open looks. He just needs to convert on it. And that's the thing is the thunder are getting good looks. And when this game shifted is when the looks just started going down. So you just got to trust your looks, you know, trust the offense that's in place. And yeah. Uh, I think the Thunder are in good shape entering yeah, game one, seven. There was one sequence right at the end that worried me a little bit about Shea. It was, I think, 98-98. It was tied, and CP threw him down and dished it off to Shea, and Shea had, like, one-on-one -on -one to the rim, and instead Shea kind of froze up and gave it off to Adams, and Adams had, like, three putbacks that didn't go in. But I, it looked like Shea had the shot, and it looked like as soon as he got the ball, he was looking to give it, dish it off. And I want to see more. Come on, man. You're the future of the franchise Take that thing to the to the rim and let's let's get the lead here. I, I didn't like that. I he just need him to be more of a killer. He's he's very very good. Just trust yourself and you'll do it. 
Yeah. One thing I am kind of worried with SGA, uh, his defense has been atrocious these past three or four games. They're, they are switching. Yeah. They are switching on him every single time, and they are taking him to the basket. It is terrible. He needs to so he's, he's got to he's got to do something to have them stay in front of him, or I don't know what he needs to do, but he's got to do something. Defensively, he is definitely a liability, um, mm-hmm. and that's it, it's it's to the point where it's definitely an off season thing, and not uh, for sure not a uh, thing you can fix uh, by Wednesday. But again, you know he's got to he's got to get a little. A little built, you know, that yeah. he's, he's getting bullied. You know, I, I, I know I've referenced before how silly it is when Russ rocks the baby on him, but he's a little, he's a little frail. You gotta, gotta get a little yeah. stronger there to be a, you know, all around player that we think he can be. Um, but yeah. So before we go, let's make our predictions. Here it is. Game seven, win or go home. Jesse, I, I got you first. Give it to me. Yeah, I mean, Thunder and seven. We're going to get game seven. Yeah. If, if you could go back in time, it would be Thunder and six. But yeah. Yeah, yes. for sure. For but sure. I can't change that now. So yeah. I got to work with what I can. Thunder Definitely. and seven. Definitely. Cody, what do you got? You already know what it is, baby. Thunder and seven. <laughs> Josh, you're usually the voice of reason. Uh-huh. I don't know. If you, I don't hey. know if you can do it. I, I said before the series, Thunder and Seven. That was my pick for the series. Obviously, you're. I think you when you pick a series and that can still happen, you have to pick it. That's like the rule. So I'm yeah, Thunder and Seven. If if Russell Westbrook can't turn this around, the Rockets are in serious trouble. And I hate to say I, we love him, but we've seen him not play well down the stretch of close playoff games. If anybody knows that, it's us. And I think that he doesn't play well down the stretch. And we, I think it's close, just like this game kind of. And, and CB3 just takes over and we get it done. On to, on to the Lakers, baby. Yeah. I don't see this game being a blowout in any sort of the way. Definitely Thunder aren't, Thunder aren't blowing anybody out. Like, no. <laughs> that is just not how we play. <laughs> We're only here to, uh, I guess, give all of us an immense amount of heart problems. <laughs> um, I thought so- I was going to vom. With like when it was one minute one hundred one hundred, the heart I could just it was I could feel it, man. It was it was brutal, hard was to watch. Some, it was some stressful times, it but was. I think the Thunder are going to out execute the Rockets down the stretch, and I I don't know I I don't see the Thunder getting blown out. I think they're going to do just enough to stay in the game, and they'll get this win, uh, first win on uh, on the road uh, in the entire series. Yeah, this is can the we first win? Time, first yeah, time can we any- win when the virtual fans are not ours? That's the question. <laughs> exactly. The first time in Oklahoma City uh, basketball history that the home team has won every game. So, and yeah. also, what jerseys do we wear? I feel like that impacts it too. I'm trying to remember the schedule. I, I don't know. Tracker had it up, um, but I, didn't, I, 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 I feel good if we wear white for no apparent reason. I would like it if we wear the whites. That's what I want to be- see. It's either it's either the whites or the oranges. The oranges orange scares me. me. Orange scares, scares me. me. It's I don't know not why. Blue. <laughs> it's not blue. They completely just forgot blue. That we don't even have. they didn't even pack that. Crazy right. Um, it ain't blue. But go to the white. That's what I want to see. For sure. Anyways, thank you all for staying up with us. This has been an Late awesome game. time. Thanks for everyone putting in your questions. We're sorry if we didn't hit all of them. Y'all have been fantastic tonight. Um, yeah. I gotta say, this is way more fun when we win, and way more fun when the games uh, don't end at like four o'clock. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts before we head on out? Just win the next game, please, God. <laughs> Thunder up, baby. Yep. Thunder just, up. Just win, baby, win. So, for me, Cody, Jesse, and Josh, this has been the Boomtown Hoops post-game show. We will see you after game seven. And then we have, you know, we'll see. We'll either, uh, well, I mean, you know how basketball works. We're either here or we won't be. But all I know, we'll be here on Wednesday. That's all I know. So, good night. Thunder up. On to the next one. Give the people what they want. <laughs> Gotta give them what they want. They asked for the. Are we still alive? We yeah, must be.